Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello there and welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life. This episode is episode 788 and it's number 10 in a set of 12 that I'm doing to help everybody that listens figure out how to understand your superpower, create money from it and have fun. Now, if you don't want to do that, then this episode's not for you. But if you want to find what your superpower is, make money at it, and have fun, then this is exactly for you. So today's episode's called Creating a Side Hustle. Now, the last bunch of episodes about, uh, let's see, number 10, the last nine have been about identifying your real superpower. Everyone has gifts, natural gifts that you have that came with us, like Art, music, some people listen well. You know, the things that you do easily. I often call them divine gifts because they came with us and they're gifts from our creator. We also have a set of skills that we've developed to the things you've been selling in the marketplace. You might have started as an entrepreneur at five years old with a lemonade stand or a newspaper route or whatever, but you have a set of skills you've developed that you've been selling in the marketplace. Maybe you're a financial advisor. Maybe you sell insurance. Maybe you're a car repair, a car mechanic, or whatever, that set of skills has been serving you well. But you know what? Most people end up selling a set of skills that they don't really enjoy. And what I mean by that is most folks report that they don't like their jobs. Well, if we developed skills that we really loved, then we wouldn't hate our jobs, right? So having skills to sell in the marketplace is good, but better is to to combine them with our natural gifts so that we have work that pays that's also meaningful. Now, some people have the idea, and I've even heard it said, well, what I like to do, there's no market for that. That's simply not true. That What it means is you haven't looked, you haven't tried hard enough, you haven't figured out how to use what you love to help, to serve. Every skill that we sell, I don't care what the job is, uh, an accounts payable clerk works at a company to help the financial flow for cost of goods, cost of goods sold, to keep the company in the ability to make things. Now, there are people who love accounting. I'm not one of them, even though I majored in accounting for a short time at university, and I got really good grades. It wasn't too hard. I didn't find it interesting and stimulating, so I didn't pursue it. But there are some people that do, that are really good at it, that love it. I have a friend who got a degree in accounting and then went to work for the FBI and was in white-collar crimes division. And so they took a skill that they developed, accounting, and then turned it into law enforcement. So there's all kinds of ways to do everything you want to do. If you stop and let yourself be busted or buried or impeded or quit with the idea of, I don't know how it's too hard, I can't, nobody wants my skill, then all that you're doing is declaring the process of getting to where you can sell what you love 
too hard and you're not willing to do the work. You're free to do that. The world is full of people who gave up. The world is packed with stories of people who almost could have been a contender. That's a line from some movie. I could have been a contender, and I forgot who said it and in what movie. But, you know, the world is full of that. You're not one of those people. You're not. You're a person who has that fire in their heart who says, I want to do something that matters. I want to do something meaningful. I want to do something that serves and that I can get paid for. Because getting paid is no more than a function of value. When you create value, people willingly pay you. A value has two, at least two layers. One is the actual functional value. I have bread, I eat it, I'm not hungry. There is another layer of value. You buy shoes, they protect your feet, that's fine. You buy a specialty brand of shoes that you happen to like, whether they're dress shoes and they're Italian leather or they're, you know, sneakers and they're some expensive brand of Reebok or Adidas or Nike or something. You know, you're paying a lot more than you would just for the functionality. So there's a level of value that comes in that way. And I'm not judging any of those things. But money follows value. So if you want to create money, if you hear this, if you want to create money, all you have to do or I have to do is figure out a way to create value, something that people want, a value that people want. I'll give you an example, a really easy one. People pay money to appear on this podcast. I'm not using it as a business thing. It's a production expense. It isn't very much, but it defrays some of the production cost. I don't even do it for that reason. I do it because I want to measure people's commitment. Do they find it valuable enough to spend a little money to be on it? And if they do, I find that the guests are way better. They're really bringing their A game, and we have a lot better shows when they have paid just a little bit to be in that setting. So money follows value. If you want to create money from your backstory that we talked about a few episodes ago or your superpower that we talked about a few episodes ago, you can. There are millions who do, and you can be one of them. All that's required is you package it in a way that people can consume it and you find a way to have it create value. Now, I have interviewed people on here who create money by helping people who grieve, by helping people who've been abused, by helping people with their uh, health and wellness, by helping people understand organics and the poison in our modern food, by helping people write books, by helping people create movies, by helping people launch and grow their YouTube channels, by helping people overcome fear, by helping people uh, claim their uh, identify and claim their superpowers. That's something that I do, but I've had others. And the list goes on and on and on and on and on. There is nothing that you love to do that you can't monetize if you want to. And I'm not saying monetization is the great Go, be all end all of everything, but here's what's true. If you work at a job that isn't using your superpower, that's just a skill you learned, then it isn't going to be very satisfying, and you're going to, quote, work for the weekend. 
because, oh, I got to go to work. If you find yourself saying, I got to, then that means you haven't found something you love. I, I never say that. I, I never, and I mean never say that. I got to do coaching. I got to talk to these people. I love talking to them. It's using my superpower, power of encouragement, power of visioning, power of helping people see what they can't otherwise see. I love doing that. Oh, it's so much fun. And I've become really good at it, and I create value so people pay to participate. Now, that's just me, and it's just one example. But I've got dozens, hundreds of clients that I've helped find their superpower, identify it, and then turn it into something valuable. Yeah, there's a process to do that. It doesn't happen by itself. But you, you right here, right now can do it. Now, the last bunch of episodes talked about the three pieces of the weave woven rope, right? Your existing skills, your natural gifts, and your life experience. We talked about how to weave that into a valuable resource. It's funny. I just got off a coaching call before I'm recording this. And I had that exact same conversation. Exact same conversation about those areas, those three things, and how does a person, how does that person I was talking to weave it together? And as we talked about it, they got excited. The, the, the excitement was visceral and visible on them. They sat differently. They looked differently. They could connect with the possibility and realize, wow, I could do that. And it wasn't some pie-in-the-sky thing. It was something they could see all the way. Well, you have that too. You have that too. And if you haven't listened to these last set of episodes, go back to the one about the three-part superpower. And then I talk an episode about each of those three things. I talk about your backstory, which is your the shaping that happened to you in your life because of your experiences. And mostly it's because of your hardships. It sure was for me. The things that can blow you to pieces or that can build you up. The things that can just rip your heart out or make you stronger. The things that can ruin you or refine you. And you know what? Every single time, whether they ruin you or refine you is your choice. It certainly was mine. I went through things that ruined me. Ruined me. Put me in a dark place, including addictions and all kinds of struggle. And now, those very same incidents, I have rewritten and now they are refining me making me more patient, more loving, more powerful, more a better coach, able to bring more value. So I hope this little introduction to today's uh, conversation about creating a side hustle is, is helpful to you. And I'm, I obviously can't go through all the last set of episodes. Go listen to them. So today I want to talk about creating a side hustle. Now, there are several reasons people create side hustles. If they have a job and it isn't making enough money and they're really struggling to pay basics, then sometimes they go get a second job and or a third. I don't, that's not what I'm talking about, about creating a side hustle. A side hustle is a labor of love. It is a project, in my definition, you can define it any way you want. A side hustle is something you do that you want and hope to develop into a more powerful expression of your authentic self. If you have to get a second job in order to make ends meet, that is one set of circumstances. And then the work then is how do I create enough value from less hours so that I have time for my life, maybe pursuing a passion project, 
and maybe creating a new business or side hustle turned into a main hustle that represents that braided rope, combination of your existing skills, your natural gifts, and your life experience. That is mine and your best opportunity to add good to the world. Those three things in the rope. This is my little rope symbol. If you're not watching video, you should. My fingers all woven together in that rope. So let's talk about side hustle. When I meet with someone who's got a job, but they also have that yearning to make a difference, to matter, to create good in the world. Maybe they want to write a book or create a course or help parents that have difficult uh, kids. I interviewed someone on podcast a little while ago who was magic. She'd gone through just staggering difficulties raising a couple of kids who had substance issues. And her work now is not surprisingly, after having been through that and having that life experience shape and refine her, helping other parents who are in a situation with kids that are struggling like that. And so that uh, refining experience has given her a skill that is valuable to a certain group of other people. And from that, she's able to make good money and add good to the world, helping those folks. I promise you, like I'm breathing here, you have that too. You may not know what it is right now. You may not have identified it or figured out how to package it or what it would look like, but I promise you have it. And you know what? I have a way to help you figure that out. And that's the thing on the bottom of the screen here, www.ultimatelifechallenge.com. At www.ultimatelifechallenge.com, that is a, a very low cost, a five-hour thing. It goes for a week, an hour a day, from Monday through Friday. That is an opportunity for you to do exactly what I've just been describing. Identify the area, the thing that could be your side hustle, your passion project, your way to add the most good to the world. What I have discovered absolutely to be true in every case is that the combination of those things, three things, existing skills, natural gifts, and your life experience gives you the most powerful way to make a big difference in the world, make the most money, and have the most fun. Now, anybody would want that, right? And so that's available to you. If you want to join that challenge, that'd be great. And I'd love to help you because that's exactly what we do there, and that's what it's for. And we're running one every month between now and the end of the year and maybe into next year. All right, so starting a side hustle. When I talk to people about that, it is because they're expressing, well, I have a job, I make good money, I'm taking care of things, but it's really not fulfilling my yearning to make a difference. Some version of that language. I know I meant to do this other thing. I meant to help people with this set of experiences that I've had. I know that my background really drives me to want to do this, and right now I have a job doing that. How can I transition? Now, one transition, of course, is to just jump off a cliff and build your parachute on the way down. That's not the easy way. That's the hard way. Once in a while, that is the only way or the best way. Today, we're talking about a ramp, where you ramp from where you are doing a job that isn't in your wheelhouse, not your best use of your genius, your creative power, to a place where that is your big contribution to the world, where that is your outlet for all of your creativity, for all of your power, for all of your thinking. I see sometimes a, a 
post. It shows up periodically where someone says something like, you know, the world couldn't handle my authentic self if I was truly me. Well, that's not true. Okay? And besides that, you don't even know that. That is a cop-out that says, I'm not going to try because I've already decided uh, if I was really me, I'm so something out there, cool, whatever, weird or powerful that, you know, the world couldn't handle me. Well, I, I, my answer there is, I don't know, let's try. Let, let's go do it and see. Because there's a group that needs that total, unvarnished, complete, absolute, full-on self. There is. And my goal is to help you find that, find that thing, have courage and confidence to give it to the world and then do it full on, full out, without hesitation or reservation, because that is, and I know I'm repeating myself, but that's the way to make the biggest impact, to help the most people in the world, and the way to make the most money. That's obvious because you're creating the most value. So that means you'll create the most money and have the most fun because it's tied to the core of what you are, who you are, and what you do or what you love to do. A side hustle is a slower way to build a business, okay? It is a brainchild where you say, okay, I'm doing this right now, this job. I want to do this other thing. So, for example, I want to make a living speaking to audiences about some event in my life, some set of events, and how I overcame them and became a healthy, functioning person. And now I'm a healthy, functioning person that has this skill and this adversity that I've overcome and I want to help. And I want to do it by speaking. Okay, so how do you do that? Well, the process of doing that is well understood and well worn. It's not a mystery. There are many millions that do that. I'm one of them. I have helped many people create that. So the first question is, because of your uh, struggle or adversity or discovery or learning, what is it that you help people do or be? Like, what is the change that you bring to them that they would like, oh, I want that? Maybe it is more confidence. Maybe it is ending self-doubt. Maybe it is getting rid of annoying habits. I know this hypnotist who helps people quit smoking. So they have now become someone who doesn't kill themselves with cigarettes or other kinds of, you know, smoke and stuff. So that may be the gift. I have the gift of encouraging people and using these tools to help them change their lives. And smoking might be one thing. Weight might be another. Relationships could be another. Confidence could be another. Public speaking could be another beautiful woven uh, pieces of clothing could be another. There's just an infinite number of ways. So first identify what you want to do. Exactly what do you want to do? What do you want to create? What is the, either it's a physical product or it is some service that helps people do something, right? Now today there's a ton of uh, apps on the phone and I talk to people regularly who are in the process of building an app or have an idea for an app. And it always is, oh, cool, I have an app that will help you, and then they list all the things. So that is a way to build something that provides a service. So maybe it's a physical product, maybe you make necklaces and jewelry, maybe it's a 
a digital product, you make some kind of an app to help people do something. Maybe it's coaching like I do. Maybe it's gardening. Maybe there are things that you've learned about training dogs. So all of those things are possible. So clearly define what it is. Then decide what is the first version of that, version 1.0, that I can bring into the world. What does it look like? Is it a digital product? Is it a training program? Is it a video? Is it a book? Like, what is it? Okay, that is the first set of steps. What am I going to produce? What's the minimum uh, version of it that would make sense to produce? In other words, it creates enough value, even though it's not the be-all, end-all product. It creates enough value that people say, I'd pay for that. I'd pay for that. I'd be 10 bucks, 20 bucks, 100 bucks, depending on what it does. I'd pay for that because they can see how it helps them. So that's the first part. The second part is um, who needs it? Who is the group of people that need whatever it is you just said you could help me do? Like I have a client right now that's talked about an app that really helps him get organized. He does tons of research, reads a lot, and has all these ideas and didn't have a way to keep track of them. I'm not going to say the name of the app because I think I'll get it wrong. But there was a thing that he found that helps him keep all that organized. And he's so ecstatic about it. So somebody created that. It serves him and people like him in terms of tracking all those things that they learn and helping them be organized. All right. So deciding exactly what you do to help, exactly who needs that help, and exactly what the first version, version 1.0, is that you can do. So that's the first steps in creating a side hustle. The second step in creating a side hustle is to actually create that. So let's say it is a sales training course. You've been really successful as a salesperson. It could be anything, growing a garden or whatever. And so you say, I'm going to create a sales training course. And you maybe you have years of doing this, and so your whole course would be 57 modules and take a year to complete. I don't know. But you say, well, what is the minimum version that would get people excited? That would let people say, oh, I need that, I need that, I need that. And then they'd be more excited if there was more. But it's the smallest version that will produce real results that you can do as both a market test and because it feels good and it's encouraging to complete something. So get it done. Now, get it created. Now, there's tons of ways to do that. I can help you do that. But besides me, there's all kinds of courses and gurus, if you will, that have product creation uh, tools, methods, systems. Is it video? Is it all written? Uh, is it uh, instruction? Like maybe you're teaching someone to dance or to do athletics in a certain way. So you have online yoga classes where there's a live element. It can be anything almost now because we've got both the technology and the Internet. So we have the camera and audio technology. We've got the Internet. You can share what you have to teach anywhere with anyone. So figure it out what it is, who needs it, what the minimum product is, and then build it. Build it. That's, those are the first steps. Now, in order to do that, the first thing I always hear is, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. Well, I know you don't. You don't have time. You don't because your day is already full. Like, you don't have a lot of time with staring at the ceiling right now, okay? And if you're going to create this new thing, you need some time. And so here's where you make trades. Uh, I have a course called, ah, Create Time for Joy and Productivity. 
There it is, another course. Because I hear all the time people say, I don't have time. So I know how to create time. And I created a course about that. One of the key principles in there is to stop trying to pretend you have time when you don't. Your life is full. It's full of something. From the time you get up till you go back to bed, you're doing something. You're not spending a lot of time with your feet up counting dots in the acoustic ceiling tile. So the first step is to man- map your time. What, do you, what am I doing with it? Track for a couple of three weeks. 168 hours in a week, where are they all going? And there's no judgment here. Just that's where they're going right now. That is your time use. Well, you're going to have to make some trades. So if you're going to create a side hustle, you have to create time. The way you create time when your day's already full is to stop doing some other things. So here's the questions. What do I, what do I want to stop doing or what do I want to do less of so that I have time for this other thing, this new side hustle product that I'm creating? And then you make an explicit trade. Now, here's the thing that sometimes people do. They say, well, uh, uh, if I quit doing that, I'll miss, I don't know, all these TV episodes or I'll, I'll whatever. And they create a sort of a cataclysmic outcome. You're not quitting something forever. You're sequencing. So you could say for the next 90 days, I'm going to create five hours a week by not doing this. And instead, here's my five hours. And you can create time. I have never met a person. I have never met a person where we've analyzed their schedule and calendar where they couldn't find that trade. And it is 100% true that if you can't find it, you don't really want to do it. Because there's no person that I've ever met that cannot make a trade. Unless you don't really want to do this thing. It's just kind of a nice idea. I wish it would do itself and it would be fun if I had it, but I'm not willing to create it. Well, I can't help you with that. Motivation and choice is yours and yours alone because you're the sovereign of your own life. So after you've picked your product, you know what you're going to create, then you go get busy and create some time. Now, one of the motivating things for me, and this is how it ties into that rope we talked about at the beginning, that combination of your existing skills, your natural gifts, and your life experience, is you got to stay motivated. You got to stay motivated or you'll quit because creating a new thing while your life's already full, even if you're trading away some time, is a difficult or can be a difficult thing. So here's how I stay connected. I pick my purpose. So right now, my purpose is this year's to help 50 million people to discover their that magical story, that magic recipe, those three elements, and then choose to serve with it so they can have a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy. Create this side hustle we're talking about and have it grow into a main impact in the world. I've decided to help 50 million people, so that is my purpose. No one gave it to me. It didn't come from Amazon. I chose it. You need to choose a purpose. I want to create this side hustle, maybe build it into a main hustle, because I love the idea of helping people with this problem. Because I really want to have my own business, and this is the thing I think will be the very best for me. And so I can't create all the reasons. I want to be a good example of an entrepreneur. I want to teach my kids how to work. I want to quit wasting my time in a job I don't enjoy. I really want to create an impact in the world. And this is my best shot at doing it. Like, I don't know what your reason is, but I do know you have to have one. 
The next thing after having a reason is to get support. I cannot emphasize how important that is. Nobody gets to the top of anything alone. You're not going to do this by yourself, and it's way easier if you get support. The best kind of support I know is a good coach. That's not just any coach. You have to interview several. They have to resonate with you, get what you're trying to do and who you are and make you feel or help you feel empowered, capable, have a vision of the impossible, excited. And every time you talk to them, they're like, oh, yeah, you are like, oh, yeah, I can do this. And you feel supported, heard and connected with your purpose. So choosing that product and then choosing that purpose and getting the right support Those are the first steps. Now, the last step we're going to talk about it, talk about today, is just to get started. Get started. Make those explicit trades in your calendar. Get the help you need and get started. And strap in for the long haul. It isn't going to happen overnight. It's not even going to happen in a week. We're infected with the idea that everything needs to be solved in the length of a TV sitcom. doesn't work that way. Get in for the long haul. You're creating a big purpose. You're going to create a big impact. You are going to to find and maximize the marriage of those three items in your recipe, your existing skills, your natural gifts, and your life experience, and you're going to create the biggest impact in the world. You're going to do that just because you can. You're going to get paid to do it. You're going to have fun doing it, and it'll be so wonderful, fulfilling, and self-perpetuating, but that happens only after you get started, you get the right support, and you realize and commit to being in for the long haul. There's going to be bumps. There's going to be setbacks. There's going to be disappointments. That's okay when you have a powerful vision and your eyes are ablaze with the excitement of what you're trying to create in the world. There your motivation will be endless. You'll keep going and start over and do whatever you need to do to get there. So creating a side hustle is not difficult, but you do have to follow the steps. Who are you going to serve? How are you going to serve them? Start with a small product. Choose your purpose for doing it. Get the support you need. Need, need, need. Get the support you need. Get started and get in for the long haul. And make it fun because you said so. Remember, you're aiming at that place where you have a huge impact. Make good money and have fun. That is worth every effort. And that is a huge ticket toward your ultimate life. Open your heart in this time around. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your feet on the